Okay, Ashley. I am a female. Mm-hmm. I started off on YouTube. Mm. Then I got my own show on this network. And I have another show. Let me see. Okay. I started on a YouTube, and then a major network picked up my show, and we changed the name of it and the concept of it just a little bit. And I have a movie that's getting ready to come out. Valentine's Day with another black actor who was in the movie Get Out. And I was in a movie with an OG female black actress and a young up-and-coming actress. Who am I? I don't know. I was getting ready to say the girl that played Queen from Queen of Slim, but that movie's already out. Um... Think of the other black character and get out. Dan, the Daniel guy? Daniel somebody? No. Or you talking about uh, the guy that played like the cop? Nope. Okay, she started on YouTube. Oh, the guy that was in the movie with um, Gina Rodriguez? Someone great? Yes, okay. Okay. I think he's a good, he's a really good actor. But he's in the movie with her, with this, with this person. Oh, oh, um, oh my God. Don't you dare open your mouth because her, her face is in my mind. Like I see her face right now. Think of, think of her smile. Yes. Um, yes. no, Issa, Issa. Yes, there we good go. Job. It took yeah. me a minute. I was like, who, she started off on YouTube. You know the thing about, cause she had this show and they're called Awkward Black Girl. And the thing about it is, is that she has, there's so many different ways to describe her. But it's hard to not want to give her away. Because I felt like if I immediately said HBO, you would have known. Yes. And if I had said some of the If other you would have said, like, a hit a hit show on HBO, and if you would have said, um, very known for a 90s style, I would like, Issa Rae. Okay, so I wouldn't even thought about that. Yeah, because if you notice in, in, in Insecure, she wears a lot of 90s-inspired clothing. Looks. and Okay, and, right. I can give you that. Um, but yeah, that was a good one because I was like, who the fuck she's talking about? Because, you know, me and you, we don't really watch the same YouTube videos. You be going down like rabbit holes and shit. And I mean, I go down rabbit holes on Facebook. I do. And I got a topic for you today, but we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Okay. So just real quick, you know, I have a mute button and unfortunately it's me. So tomorrow I leave. Not muting yourself. (laughs) I'm muting myself. Tomorrow I leave for the DR. Yes, y'all, and we are playing Alex's beauty shop up in here. We surely are, because I, I don't know. I, I think I'm slipping back slowly into my state of depression mm-hmm. because of all that's going on at home, personally. Mm-hmm. And I just did not want to do anything. Like, I barely wanted my sister to come over and help me with my hair. So she came over and showed me with my hair. And then I was like, all right, cool, I'm going to do the, you know, the rest of the work. You can leave, you can get out because you hurt my head. When I tell you I spent like five hours just twisting the rest of the ends and I was just like, fuck it. Yeah, I'm going to just ask Alex to help because she been wanting to play beauty salon for the longest time. You know something? I wanted to go. So when I was growing up, there was a high school called Vinyl mm-hmm. and you can go there for hair. Like you could pick a trade and I really wanted to go. But my mom was just like, no, she was like, if you want to do hair, you can always do that on the side or something like that. But we're not doing that. 
Ooh. So when I was in college, like, I used to, like, <laughs> me and my roommate, we used to, or who, she ended up being my roommate my junior year, but my friend Deja, shout out to you, girl. Um, we used to play, I don't want to say play hair shop, but, like, I used to do her, like, Girl, hair. I felt like when you say play hair shop, I think of my daughter, because we're getting her a kitchen for Christmas, because she wants to, you know, be in the kitchen with me cooking and doing shit all the time. But, yes, that's that's really funny, and that's cute. And I appreciate you, sis, because let me tell you, these motherfucking roots. You know something? I think I don't have an issue with doing hair. Like, I know how to do, like, a sew-in. You know, I used to do people's relaxers. But I don't like to do my own hair. Yeah, that's me. Like, I can't. I don't have the patience. So how you girls go on the YouTubes and you all do your hair and you sit there and you make the video for folks hats off to y'all because I can't do it. I can't. I can't. I don't have time. I'm impatient. I take too and many And my arms breaks. get tired. Yes. Yes, that's what I was dealing with yesterday. I was getting ready to tell Josh, um, sorry, you can hop in anytime. Can't see the back of my head. Exactly. And then I got to figure out how I'm going to set up this mirror so I can see the back of my head. No, I ain't got time. So hats off to y'all. And shout out to you. But yes, I want to mute myself because I have not packed. I have not got my nails or feet done. I Ooh, girl. have not done anything that I was supposed to do yesterday. Um, I and did get my wax. Yes, my flight is at 840. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my flight is at 840, so I'm hoping once we leave, um, once I leave here from recording with you, I can go get my nails and feet done real quick. So are you a person that when you go to the airport, and tell me this, so are you the person who gets there like right before it's time to get on your flight? Fuck no. Or do you follow the rules and get there that said two hours and three hours before international flight? I think it's... Um, Airport etiquette if you come early. Like, make you sure you can, you can get through T, um, TSA. And that's another thing. People get on my nerves. They go, they go to the airport wearing these tennis shoes, these big elaborate things that they're going to have to fucking take off. If you already know you got to go through TSA and they're going to make your ass strip, just wear the bare minimum. Like, tomorrow when I leave, I'm literally just going to wear, like, some workout pants, some yoga pants, or, uh, like a basic ass shirt and a basic ass jacket with some socks some thick ass socks and uh-huh. some slides that's it so okay so i admire the people sometimes i think in my head because honestly in the airport you never know what you're who you're gonna see right and i say that because i have seen a couple of celebrities and i think to myself oh my gosh if i had wanted a picture i'm about to look crazy but they look just as crazy as they we do. do they do they do but they can look crazy but not me but the thing about it is is how i feel is that I don't have that time. Like you said, I like to be comfy when I travel. Mm-hmm. I like to get there ahead of time. However, my husband, he likes to get there like what to me seems like the last minute. And I think now he's talking about doing the TSA pre-check thing. But even then, like I'm very particular about time. So I don't, like you said, like I don't want to rush when I get to the airport. Right. I want to be able to take my time. I, I don't want to get mad at the TSA line. I don't want to get mad because the people don't have their stuff together. I want to go ahead afterwards. I want to um, charge my phone, get a little something to eat. I want to sit down. I don't want to rush. Right. That's me. I don't want to rush. That's me. And I'm a, I'm a planner to the very end. Like... We're supposed to, well, I suggested to my friends to do a lift there and back from the airport. But one of my Porsche was like, let's just go ahead and drive. And, you know, you guys just give me the money, which is cheaper. For seven days for the car to just sit at the airport, it's like maybe between 70 and $68. So that divided between, by people. Right. That's only like $24. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think. But you know what? I think with the Lyft and the Ubers, it's a matter of convenience, number one. Mm-hmm. And then also you have, I mean, well, either way, you're going to be, it's three of you guys going in the vehicle together. Either way, it'll be cheaper. Yeah. You're not spending a lot of money either way you go. So you guys will figure it out. Yeah. No, we're taking her car, but I'm one of them people. Like, I can't, I have to plan everything to the T. Like, I have to be like, okay, when when do you want my money? Did you reserve it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Like, I need to know that these things are in place. Or I go into, okay, I don't give a fuck about it. And then that, I think that's what happened. Not mm-hmm. saying that, you know, she hasn't reserved it yet or whatever. But I kind of went into I don't give a fuck mode when I realized that I don't have any of my fucking toiletries. And I still have to go Oh, my gosh. Store. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm not prepared to save my life. Well, Target has a cute little travel section. Yes. The stuff is nice and cheap. And they do. And I stock up on it every time I have to travel somewhere. So, yes. Well, I hope you have a great time. Well, thank you. I hope I do, too. I just hope I finish my hair in enough time to go sit in somebody's nail salon without this goddamn hat on. You will. Girl. You will. These damn parts are so fucking, like, tight that it hurts for me to talk and twist at the same time. That's why I had to stop. (laughs) It's okay. I had to stop. Like, it hurts so much. I don't even know why she did it so tight, but whatever. That's okay. You appreciate the help. Right. So, I just want to mute myself really quickly, and that's it. But we can move on to the next few topics, friend. Okay, I'm sorry, friend. You look a little stressed. Little I am. Stressed. I am. I'm low key stressed. Low key, like whatever. It no is high key. Is. Don't say low key. High key. Okay, high key. Whatever. I don't okay. Know <laughs> so wait, before I get into the topic, I, you know, our show Love After Lockup. Yes. So apparently they are bringing back the, not bringing back, but they're following up with the other couples, and from what I see, Marcelino is cheating. On what's the like? What's your name? Uh, Brittany. Yes, I saw that in the trailer clip. Um, Hold up, you got a whole bitch that's that's known for fighting. Yes, and you gonna cheat on her? So I saw that. Um, I think that's what stuck out to me. Uh, Michael is still messing with the white girl and and uh, the black girl. Does he have somebody else? Because that's see, I don't know. Yes, yes, yeah, they talked about that in the preview as well. Mm, I did. need to go back and watch the preview. Because well, we'll the clip out. that I seen, it was like really It was quick. Scared. Right. It was really scarce. It didn't go into anything. And they dropped the interrogation of power. And I'm super excited about it. Yes, I cannot wait. But I need I just need to know is he dead or not? I don't think he is. I don't think he's gonna die. I don't think he died immediately, but it's fucking me up because normally on Saturday nights, because you know how it drops early. Mm-hmm. We like to come home and like watch it. So whatever the plans are, and I'm just like, all right, I need something to watch at midnight on a Saturday. But whatever. Okay, so have you heard of the singer Juice World? Oh, sorry, the rapper. Um, so I knew nothing about him until Josh was like, "This is his song." I was like, "This is his song." So yes, we want to say first and foremost, we want to give our condolences to him. Rest in peace. Right. Um, but apparently he was on a private plane. Um. And him and his team, they had, apparently there were 70 pounds of marijuana on the flight. There were a bunch of prescription medications. And the pilot went ahead and alerted the airport security so that once they got off the plane, they were supposed to be greeted at the gate with them and search them and so forth and so forth. And in fear of getting caught, Juice World allegedly went ahead and took about nine or ten of the pills. Mm. Um, and then on his way, walking off of the flight, ended up having a seizure and passed away on his way to the Chicago hospital. 
Yeah, that's crazy. You know what's crazy? He just turned 21. So what's also interesting is, like, in some of his previous songs, he's talked about, like, um, drugs and, like, not making it past the age of 21. And I think it brings up a bigger conversation. I feel like we're losing so many of these artists Very to young. these drugs. Like, I do not understand. And the idea that you are more afraid of going to jail than just getting caught with it. Right. And the thing about it is, is that, first of all, you have 70 pounds of weed. Like, there's no, there's no explaining that. There's no getting out of that. But I just, there's no part of me that understands that. And I feel like, like for, you know the song Molly Percocet? Yeah. No, that's my song. Right. Okay. Right. Um, but apparently, Juice WRLD was heavily influenced by Future. And he said he was telling Future, I guess he mentioned that, you know, Future was the reason or Future inspired him or whatever it is to like, you know, really to pop pills and things like that. So do you think these older musical artists or music musical acts, do you think that they hold a responsibility? No, because that's just like going back to a different topic, which is so um, younger kids being on social media and being influenced by these younger rappers or like Cardi B. I'm not here to raise your child. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What I do is for entertainment. You are the parent at the end of the day. I mean, I don't think... I mean, yeah, I, I, I get the aspect of it, but I'm saying we do glorify... I feel like in the, the community of hip culture... Of, excuse me, of hip-hop, I definitely feel like we... We put things on the map. And granted, and if we're, we're being honest, the world didn't give a fuck about drugs when black people were on... uh with the mass incarceration that was going on and when black people were going to jail left and right for drugs and things that and the third. And people were dying left and right and a lot of black families were losing out. Now that it's opioids and that it's spread outside of the black communities into the white communities, now it's a problem, it's an epidemic, it's this whole big thing about it. But that's another tangent. But I guess on one end, and I know this sounds really bad, like I have... My lack of empathy, I don't know if it's that it's I'm just so immune to hearing about these young artists passing away that I'm just like, all right, whatever. I don't really give a shit. Or it's just like, why the fuck would you take all those goddamn pills? Right. Um, Like, why? Okay, so my thought is you already had 70 pounds of weed. You already had all these pills. Taking eight or nine was not going to stop the fact that they were still going to start you. But... Still, you know, condolences to the family and to him, but that made no sense to me. You the were still said, yes. going to be searched. The you moment were- they said that he had a seizure, and granted, and, and I think that's a big thing to discuss too, um, seizures are not just associated with um, drug use. With drugs. You know, sometimes people have conditions. Yeah. Um, epilepsy is a real thing. Like Cameron Dove, I think that's his name. Is that the one? Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. He was epileptic. And also, a lot of times, too, when people are trying to detox from, like, drugs and alcohol, you know, they go through withdrawals. And one of the draw symptoms sometimes is having seizures, mm-hmm. although that wasn't the case here. But in um, Rick Ross's book, he talked about how um, the reason that when he was doing Reno, whatever it is, when he had that seizure on the plane, that was why. He was on mm. the stuff, and then I think about Lil Wayne and all those seizures that he kept having. And for me, granted, it's not one of those things where you just, okay, today I'm going to just stop. I get it. It's a process. It's an addiction. But we have to do better. Right. We have to do better because 20 fucking one. Yeah. And just one more thing on he this. He just turned 21. Just turned 21. But, okay, this is terrible. 
Have you ever, like, granted, you go in your time and any death is, is sad or whatever the case is. Would you ever heard of, like, when people die off of, like, things that are preventable? Yeah. And you ever, like, I always wonder at that service, like, what do you say? Like, if a person, like, those people who go ahead and, like, they want to take those selfies and they want to go into the animal cages and this, that, and a third, and then the animal mauls them. Yeah. You know how mad I'd, be, I'd fucking be at you? Do you know how mad? I wonder how mad um, uh, Crocodile Hunter's wife was mad at him. But that because was he, his job, though. Right, but he... <laughs> I'm not trying to laugh, but I, honestly, he was supposed to die by a crocodile. And a motherfucking Isn't that crazy that it was by a freaking stingray? That was his job, but then you still have, you know, stupid people doing stupid shit, so... I mean, I do feel bad for those people, however... Honestly, what do you say at a funeral when shit could have been prevented? Like, what could like what do you say? I have no idea. That's a good question. I feel like I'd be too mad to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be honest, like I feel like I'd be too mad to say anything. But whatever. All right. So you know me and my YouTube. Here we go. Okay. All right. First of all, have you ever seen the movie called The Orphan? No. Okay, so The Orphan, I felt like I was in, like, high school, but anyways, it was a movie where this couple, they had two kids already, they adopted this girl um, from another country, but come to find out that she really wasn't a child, she was an adult, and she had some type of condition to where she looked like a child, and she ends up, like, trying to sleep with the husband, and she ends up trying to kill the entire family. And they found out from the adoption agency that, yes, like, she's been going to these other families or whatever, that she escaped from an institute, blah, 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 blah. So there's actually a real-life situation like this. And this girl was on um, the Dr. Phil show. Her name is Natalie. And there was a family who adopted her. I, I want to I say maybe it was Ohio or something of the sort. But anyways, the family went ahead and they were saying that, you know, the girl tried to kill them and they realized that she was an adult posing as an eight-year-old child or a six- or eight-year-old child. So what they ended up doing is they rented out an apartment for a year or two and then they left her, but then they ended up getting caught for supposed like child abuse. But um, just like little things they were saying, you know, the woman was saying, you know, when I went ahead and I bathed her, I noticed she had like full pubic hair when... Um, she was like fully she was like developed and when you look at the girl she looks definitely older than what she was so there's been a big discussion and a big debate about how old she is so there was um another couple who went ahead and this interracial couple and I don't know why this black man did that but whatever um I guess they you know they got a lot of kids and they saw the girl and that she was living by herself apparently for a year yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dr. Phil, you know, he, he gives no shits. Mm-hmm. He was questioning her. He was just like, I don't see how an eight-year-old can manage to live by herself. To be in that, he's like, okay, they paid the bills. But at eight years old, you lived by yourself? And she was just like, yes. So now apparently I guess she's like 16. But sis looks old as fuck. She does. But there was this big controversy and all in the comments people are saying that, oh, you know, She's posing. She's not really this years old and so forth and so forth. But she has a condition. It's some sort of dwarfism um, uh, similar to the one that the girl had um, 
oh my gosh, in the movie The Orphan. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that? Like, can you imagine that? And then she, now she's on blast. She's like, I never tried to kill them. She's like, I really am, you know, however old and so forth and so forth, blah, 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 blah. But another family has come forward and said, like, you know, she caused issues too and that they do not think that she is the age that she says she is. I don't think she is either. Okay, I'm going to show you her picture. And you tell me. And Dr. Phil being the asshole, he is, but I appreciate it. See her? She's not 16. Mm-mm. Sis is not 16. She's like in her 30s or something. She's see. not 16. And they were saying, she was just like, well, if I was that age, you know, why didn't I have my cycle or anything of the case? And I guess because in addition to her having dwarfism, she has some other ailments or whatever the case is. But see right here? Sis is not 16. Mm-mm. She, that's a grown-ass woman. Like that is here, a grown she might look to younger. be 16. Or maybe... Yeah, maybe 16. I mean, not 16, but younger. And I forget what the other conditions are that she has, but she does have something to where, you know, she she can't get her menstrual cycle and, you know, so forth and so forth, and it makes it very painful for her to walk. But when I think of things like that, the orphan made me question, and I hate that I say this, but, like, what I want to take in an older child. Mm. Like, I can't imagine, like, I go ahead and I adopt you, I bring you, I welcome you into my home, and then now you're here trying to kill me. And the thing about it is, because she's coming from another country, they don't necessarily have the appropriate records right. to say how it was that she did or she didn't get here. There's no way to obtain her birth certificate? Well, that's the thing. Her birth certificate is saying, you know, you can you can forge that, but even the doctors have said that, you know, we think she's older than what she's saying that she is. Because according to, like, her growth plates and things like that, and even how she looks, they're saying that they think she's older than what she's saying that she is. Because in that picture right there I'm showing you, yeah. she's supposed to be eight. Ain't no fucking way she eight. Sis is not. That's a grown-ass fucking one. She like she 20. That's what I'm saying. I am going to have to send it to you, Arshay. And the way that Dr. Phil is laying in on her is ridiculous. And there she's supposed to be 16. And you know what? I really do hate Dr. Phil. Don't ask me why. Why? Oh my I, gosh. I no, hate. I have to ask you why. He bothers me. Oh he he be having some foolishness on his show sometimes. He does, but I love about Dr. Phil is that he asks the fucking obvious questions that most people I feel like would try to be polite about. So you have... I can't believe you've never seen The Orphan. No, I have not. I'm not really like a big movie person. And the thing about it is, is like, so I forgot what condition... Have you ever seen Benjamin Button? No. Oh my gosh. Okay, so in the movie Benjamin Button, he starts as an old man and he gets younger and younger. But in this particular disease, um, she's not going to look past a certain age. Like, she's always going to, like, age slowly. I forgot what it's called, but it is actually a real condition. But the other woman, like, in The Orphan, she wears, like, these false teeth. She bands her breasts down. Everything. Mm. So, here... You said she was being washed by the mother. Was it this one or in the movie? No, in real life. In real life. But yeah, she's posing. But the thing about it, they're saying now is that like, now let's see, she can't keep the jig up anymore because now it's got all this publicity and things like that. Mm. And in that picture, if you go back, Mm -hmm. she's saying right there that she's 16 years old. She is not 16. No. That's a grown-ass fucking That's movie. like 32. Dwarfism. Thank you! Oh, my gosh! 
But how do you prove something like that if the documents are lying? Like, can't they do, like, some type of testing? I have no idea. Maybe some ancestry shit. Okay. I don't know. Well, it's interesting. I'm going to follow the story. Please do, and let me know, because I'm interested. <laughs> like, that is creepy. I can't believe you've never seen the orphan. No, and you know what? A lot of people adopt, and I... If I'm going to adopt, I prefer to adopt a little bit older because then I know you can take care of yourself. But then again, when you adopt older, that comes with attitude, resentment, different things of that sort. <coughs> and you ain't coming to my house talking no shit to me. Well, you don't know what they're coming, you know, the baggage that they're coming. I understand with. that, but you don't know what I'm going through too. Well, you chose to adopt them. Ma'am. I'm just saying. Ma'am. Okay. I'm just okay. saying. So... <laughs> On my other rabbit hole of YouTube. So I saw, I keep seeing this clip of the show that's getting ready to come out. Okay. Um, I'm not exactly sure what it's called. I want to say maybe it's Sinister or something. But this woman, she loses her baby. And she gets a, a doll and they're called Reborn Dolls. And the doll looks lifelike. Yes. I want to see but, that movie. But, do you know that they really have those things? And there's like... All these YouTube videos and they show like there's one where the doll comes into. So what it is is that I guess the initial purpose or intention is for a woman who, you know, they've lost a child during childbirth. And I think what they do is that they send them a photo of the baby Mm -hmm. and they like remake it for them. And the doll is soft. It has like a facial expression. Um... And in the video, this one girl that I was watching, like, you know, she buys clothes for it. She has a routine for it. She takes this motherfucker out to the store. Like, everything. And then I saw another one where this woman, she she makes them in, like, the wombs. Like, in the, like, the womb. And that's how she sends them. Okay. And then that's I also saw funny. one with this little, I know, this little girl... Like, so, she, I mean, she's age-appropriate for it. But these dolls look freaky, like, the how lifelike it is that they look. So, first, my first question is, how do you feel about someone getting a reborn on for a mother who maybe lost her child? Okay, I understand that because it's an attachment when you have, like, a whole-ass human being grown in you. And just to know that you lost the baby. And a lot of women, you know, take it upon them, take it out on themselves when they find out that they lost the baby. It could have been a chemical thing or it could have been, you know... The baby wasn't strong enough to survive outside. Well, it might have just been the baby's time, you know what I mean? So a lot of women take it out on themselves. And that doll is their chance to heal. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean, I've never been in that situation, so I don't want to judge. But I feel like, okay, I guess my question is, at what point when they have the child do you say, okay... The doll's not going to grow. Mm-hmm. Like, at what point do you say, okay, we have to get rid of this doll. We have to move forward. There was a movie some years back, and it was actually with a dummy or, like, a ventriloquist doll, and it was the same thing. It's called The Boy. And the woman, you know, they lost their son to an accident or whatever it was, and they hired a nanny to watch over the doll. Mm-mm. But come to find out, the boy didn't really die. He was living, like, in the house or something like that. Okay. Yeah, and he really did need to be watched. Isn't that crazy? So is the boy the doll? So the... I don't, I don't even remember, like, what it was, but somebody was living in the walls of the house. No. 
<laughs> Pass. So would you? Okay. So are you? A, do dolls creep you out? In movies, in horror movies, yes. If Alani was like, "Mommy, I want this doll, like a real lifelike looking doll," would you buy it? No. Why? No, ma'am. Because I think of Annabelle. I've seen that movie. Ooh. And no, I'm okay. And then Chucky, I'm up. See, no, I'm okay. So when I was younger, I used to want this doll called Baby Born. You remember that doll? I remember. Mm, Poor baby born. So. Okay, anyways. I asked for that doll every fucking birthday, every Christmas. And I was just like, I know this is the year I'm about to get it. And I didn't fucking get it. So finally one year, like, I saved up all my money and I bought it. And my mom was just like, she didn't really like dolls. She says because she calls them graven images yada 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 and then she says that they creep her out so forth and so forth and so forth but I remember I used to like wrap it up and I used to go out and people would think it was real my mom used to get so fucking mad first of all how old were you well I played with dolls up until like 7th or 8th grade okay so I was maybe in like the 4th grade with the doll when I got it okay was that too old um, because I'm just imagining a four-year-old, fourth grader pushing a stroller. No, it wasn't in a stroller. And that's the thing. She, my mother was not trying to buy me shit for that damn doll. But I just wrapped it in a blanket. Okay. So when I would go to, like, her doctor's appointment, and I'd sit there bored, I would wrap it up. <laughs> you know, like, it's your own baby. Yeah. And then in high school, I had this class called, I think it was it. You like even, sex ed when you had to bring the baby home? Or it wasn't sex ed, but I did take a class where I had to bring the doll. And I remember my boyfriend at the time, we had gone to his appointment and like I had it with me. So we brought it in and it was wrapped up and I was laughing because the man was like, he was getting his physical for basketball. He was like, oh, you have a child? And I started laughing. I was like, yeah, sure. You want to see? And the thing started crying. Oh my God. And he was just like, oh, it's not real. But the doll had like a penis and everything. Really? Yeah. But so do these newborn dolls. Like, they, it's freaky how they look. And then one girl, the doll was maybe like six months and she brought it to Target. And this motherfucker was sitting up in the cart smiling. And she was like trying to buy toys for it. Yeah. I mean, everybody has their different coping mechanisms. If that's what she chooses to do, let her spend that, you know, this is her chance to be a mom until she's no, able this, to be one. this particular one, was she didn't lose a baby. Like, she's just obsessed with these things. Mm. But she has, but the thing is, like, she has a whole routine with them. Like, a nighttime routine. She wipes it down. She wakes it up. She had, like, a camera in the crib. Everything. Yeah, that's a little much. That's doing, that's doing too fucking much. But I can't wait till that show comes out. But I'm glad you saw that preview. Yeah, I think that... I think people who have miscarriages and they need the dolls, I think it's a good coping mechanism, but mm-hmm. I also felt like they might need to reach out and get a therapist. <laughs> I agree. And again, if my child ever asked me for some shit like that, I'd be like, no. Oh, so it's no for you, but you had to get your doll. Because it looks so fucking... No, our shit, no, it's creepy. Look it up on your phone. Man, uh, it's phone called, is... a, I think it's called a real-born doll or a reborn. Reborn, okay. Whatever. Okay, so, you know, I recently got married in August. Mm-hmm. <laughs> August 31st. And so there's some controversy about people, like, getting married at plantations. Have you ever heard of those plantation weddings? No. So, like, think about the South. And, like, think about the people who want to have their wedding venues, like, outside. Who want to have their weddings and their receptions outside. So, apparently, like, you know how now 
So if you ever go to New Orleans, there's like tours where you can go visit the plantation and so forth and so forth. And people actually have weddings there. And there's a lot of controversy about it. So I was reading this article on BuzzFeed and this woman was like, you know, they were talking to people who've had plantation weddings and they were talking about, um, were you worried about like having your wedding there or like being offensive to anybody black who may come to your wedding, knowing that people were killed here and tortured and so forth. And the woman was just like, no, I don't really feel that way. So if you were invited to a said wedding that was going to be on a plantation, do you think you would go? And do you think it's appropriate that they have weddings there? No, I don't think it's, well, did they remake it into something else? No, it, they're still doing tours on this no. motherfucker. And they do mm-hmm. reenactments at this particular one. No, I'm not coming. I'll send a gift, but I'm not coming. I just feel like you can do it at a park. Right, you can do it at a park. You can do it at a hotel. You can do it at a <clears throat> a university. And apparently, at a like, mansion. And apparently, like, during the ceremonies or whatever it is, like, you know, you have the cocktail hour. People go ahead and they walk around and they look at it. And they're reading, like, the artifacts about the place. No. I don't know if I would want that. And I feel no. like I'd side eye you a little bit. Like, why would you want to have a little shindig here? No. Mm-mm. But park and recreations, they need your money. So you can go ahead and do something at uh, um, Walker's Mill or... Uh, but this is the South Zone. I think it's it's a thing where a lot it of people is a thing. have... I think, I think they don't really intentionally look at it like that. You know what I mean? They think it's just a beautiful place. Right. I guess. You know, I guess looking at it from the aesthetic of that, like, okay. But if, I feel like if I know we knew that, I don't know if I would want to attend. No, I wouldn't go. I would send, you know, send my little, you know, gift and, you know, thanks for the invitation. Unfortunately, I would not be attending. And I'm not telling you why. I'm just not going to go. No, I will let you know. Something like that. Like, you know what? I don't really think that's an appropriate place for me to be. But I just wanted your input on that. Did you see our girl Lizzo? Okay. Well, you... Now you want to talk, huh? Yes. Okay. So, I don't think her outfit was appropriate for a game. Thank you. Okay? I have no problem with what the fuck she had on. That's not the problem. Because there are a lot of, you know skinny women that can, you know, do the same thing. There are a lot of videos and there are a lot of um, photos of Rihanna, um, Beyonce, all these people being half nude or nude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they're not going to no fucking basketball game. Right. That's the thing. I didn't agree on the outfit that she wore to the basketball game. Didn't agree with that. Whole ass cut out. Are you serious? No. However, the outfit was cute. I just don't agree with her wearing it there. Now, the whole body shaming thing that you guys are doing, I don't think that's cool. Like, So, for me, when I saw it at first, I didn't think of her size being a thing because big, small, in between, whatever it is, I don't think, like you mentioned, it's appropriate to wear your fucking ass out and I'll give two shits who you are to a fucking basketball game. Now, if she was going to an award show, she was going to a club, she was going to a party, if she was at her own concert, Fine. 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 But I feel like at a basketball game, that's just not appropriate. Right. And people were saying, oh, you're just saying that because she's a bigger woman. No, that's not why. I don't give two fucks what you are. And first of all, I think Lizzo looks good. Right. Lizzo looks good. And the idea that women have to be skinny, like, that's out the door. Like, an average woman's size now, I think, is maybe, like, a size 12, 12 or 14. Yeah. 
So, yeah, that's, she looks good. She doesn't have dimples in her booty. It looks fine. Um, so Lizzo went ahead and she went on her like Instagram live and she was making a post and she tried to say that it was because of her weight. No, sis, it was not. Well, people are, people are making it because of her weight. And that's what she tried to make it. No, I feel like from what I've seen, I feel like from what I've seen, people are saying that people are only complaining about it because she's bigger. But then I've seen just amount of the right people also saying, no, it doesn't matter her size. It's just that you don't wear shit like that to no fucking game. Which I agree with the people that are saying you shouldn't be wearing that shit to a game. I agree. Because then you got to explain to little Billy what that is over there when she dropping it low. Oh, that's a whole ass cheek right there. I mean, you don't got to shame sweat to nobody. You don't, to be quite honest with you. I was watching it on the reel, and you know, Lonnie, she was just like, well, they didn't have to put the camera on her. and da-da-da. Yeah, but again, still like, no. And Lizzo knew what she was doing. And then she sat her bare ass on that fucking seat. Yeah. Stop it, sis. Uh-uh. I feel like she's doing a lot for shock factor. You think so? Yeah, I just again Lizzo's not my cup of tea. Um, so I don't know, but I know people stand her. But you know we are in this era of you know, and I do agree that body shaming is a thing. And I also feel like you know it says if you feel comfortable, and I'm smaller than Lizzo, but and I'm not even comfortable wearing certain said things. But I still wouldn't fucking wear it. Girl, I'm not even comfortable wearing these damn bathing suits to DR and don't nobody know me over there. Okay. Should I live? But even if I feel like my body was popping, then there was just like well, little Kim and Rihanna. But little Kim, she plays into that look when she's doing something music related. Her music right. video. The award show. Something like that. Same with Rihanna. So that, But she's not walking down the street like, then they're trying to say, oh, well, the Lakers girls had their butt They're working. <laughs> they're working, okay? They're at work. They're doing their said job. Lizzo, you are not sis. Turn it off. But it was, a, it was a big, a big controversy, bigger than what I thought it was going to be. When you're pushing a little hard on my head. Am I? Yes, sis. These <sighs> rubber bands, I told you when she placed it, it was like she was trying I'm to sorry, friends. grip the skin. Are you tender-headed? I am. So are you the person, when you go to the shop, do you, like, give them, like, a fair warning, like, yeah, don't do that? No, I tell her, um, you know how they go through and they comb, try to comb your hair really fucking aggressive? I'm like, let me comb my own hair. Matter of fact, I came, I combed it before I got here. Okay. Here's my comb. So let what me are you, use my comb. So what are you looking most forward to on your vacation? Some sun and some pool. Like, I don't even care to do any excursions or anything like that mm-hmm. because we went there before. I just really want to just relax. Like, I don't want to be anybody's mom, anybody's daughter, anybody's wife. Not saying I'm going to, like, disrespect myself while I'm out there. I just want to relax. Like, I just want to take the burden of everybody else's problems mm-hmm. off of me you for it. a That's week real. and just be free. Like, you know what I mean? Do you ever miss your kids when you go on vacation? Because I always hear parents say, like, oh, I can't wait to go. And then they get to, like, oh, I miss my baby. No, because I FaceTime them in the morning and at night, you know, just to check on them, you know, to make sure that they have everything they need. Well, at least that's what I did last year. But this year, you know, I'm not going to do as many FaceTime calls. I'll probably just talk to them after school, make sure they're okay, you know, to see how their day is. So it won't be, like, 
no type of communication. And I think that's where a lot of parents just try to cut off the whole entire world. Mm-hmm. And I'm still going to talk to my kids. I'm still going to make sure they're okay. So as a parent, do you ever feel guilty? Like, I've heard parents, like, say, like, sometimes I feel guilty for, like, just wanting time away. Like, no. you love your kids, no. but no? no. I don't feel guilty for that. Because at the end of the day, if you're not fine, how am I going to take mm. care of somebody else? I can't take care of you while I'm sitting over here, lungs out, heart on the, on pulse, about to die. Like, I can't do that. I need some time for myself. Have you ever vacationed with your kids? No. Mm-hmm. I want to, but I don't at the same time. Why? I don't only because I don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And I do because I want to... I want to see how they're going to initially react. Like we took, okay, so we took my son to the beach when he was younger and I was still pregnant with my daughter. Was I pregnant with her or was she somewhere else? Were they with us? No, it was both of us. It was both of them. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm recalling now. We went down to Virginia Beach and they had a fucking ball. Like our hotel was right next to the... Um, what's that ice cream place? Boston, I was supposed to say Boston Market. Baskin Robbins? There you go. Every day we got outside, they wanted to get ice cream, which is fine because it was hot as fuck. Then we would walk over to the beach and they would get in the water, you know, build sandcastles. They had fun. So they were asleep by like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. They were tired. So when do you think you'll take them on like a trip? Do you want, is it like you want to wait till they're a little bit older or? Yeah, I want to make sure that they're a little bit older where they can understand that don't be asking me, are we there yet every five fucking minutes? You know something? Like, okay, so Disney, for example. I went, I was maybe like 14 and my cousins were younger. Um, and I look at parents who want to take their kids to Disney when the kid is like three. And I'm no. like, Don't I say, remember it. and all that's that money. my, first of all, this because too much fucking money to be trying to go and the niggas don't remember. That's first and foremost. Exactly. But then also I feel like. First of all, I do think that you should take your child out. They do need to get acclimated so that they can know how to act. And I'm all for giving kids experiences. However, however, when I see the moms on the plane, like, I feel like the babies always do good, but it's the toddlers. And them motherfuckers want to run around. They want to cut because they're at that busy stage. Mm -hmm. And I get it. Um, But I feel like as a parent, I feel like, oh, my gosh, I'd come back more tired with my kid. Yeah, and, and I don't want to have to look for like, like when parents when I see the parents like when I've gone to like to Caribbean places, I don't want to take if I want to do excursions like I don't want to have to deal with Billy and Billy's having a temper tantrum coming back from the motherfucking beach because mm-hmm. he don't want to get fucking water. I don't want to do with that. Yeah, but I also want my kids to be well rounded. And then you have some places that are like, oh, we'll watch your kids. No, you ain't yeah, watching my motherfucking kids. I don't think I would. I'm very interested to know that. My aunt, she always took my cousins. They always went ahead and it was three of them. And I remember when I was younger, I used to hate it because I'd be like, oh my gosh, like we have to do everything. Like I was acting like I wasn't a kid or something like that, but it always had to be like appropriate for them. Right. Or some type of like educational or whatever the case is. But parents do it. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to take my kid. First of all, if we're going to Disney World. First of all, I got to save all this money, and that's probably what. And I'm taking you when you remember it. Exactly. And I don't want to be pushing a stroller. Right. I don't got time for nobody falling out. Exactly. So I think a good age to take the kid is between ten and twelve. That's a good age to remember. So that they can remember. Exactly. I would even say maybe. I would say the youngest I would do would maybe be seven or eight. Mm-hmm. 
Do no. you remember all the stuff you did when you were seven? Because I don't. I feel like, but I feel like, hmm. Okay, so I think for memory purposes, maybe 10. However, at that age, because you know these kids now, like, they're so fucking grown. At that age, they'll still be excited about it. Yeah. About the characters and things like that. Right, that's why I said it's between 10 and 12. Okay. I, I and I think that. 12 is kind of pushing it. Do you do the amusement park with your kids? I took them to a fair, like a carnival Ooh, type that's of thing. Cute. That's appropriate. Just to see how they would do, and they did really well. Isn't it funny you say it like how they do, like they're an experiment. I mean, it is an experiment. Let me see what they're going to do. Yeah, I need to know how they're going to act before I take them somewhere big. And then we got to stand in this motherfucking line. And they asking me how much longer, blah, blah, blah. I don't be wanting to hear that shit. Like, my patience is really... I have have the worst (laughs) patience. Like, my patience is really fucking thin. Oh, my goodness. You're going to do it. You're going to take them on a trip. I am. That's going to be exciting. We're planning one for the summer. Where we're going, I don't know. I think we're going to try to take them to Sesame Place. Ooh, that and that's kid appropriate. Yeah, and there's some place in Pennsylvania where it's like, I don't think it's called Dutchland, but it's like height appropriate for them. It's like Ooh. for all kids, and it's like small things for them to do. But essentially, that's still like Sesame Place, which is called Dutch World. That's fine. Okay. All right, friend. Well, any other news for the week before you on your trip? No, nothing at all. I'm actually just excited for my trip, and then when I come back, it'll be. Um, I go back to work Christmas Eve and people are like, why didn't you just take off? Because bitch, if I have a motherfucking hangover, I'm going to sit my ass there and collect that free check. Okay? While nobody's at work, while everybody have... else on took off. Hello. When I checked before I left work, I only have three patients. Okay. Three. And so you're they're that not person, even I, See, I don't mind going to work right after a holiday because I've always found that nobody's at work. Yeah. And like you said, it was a free day to just collect my money. Right. And be on a computer, watch movies, different things like that. Catch up on my Netflix shit that I'm missing. Maybe even 90 Day Fiance because I haven't been watching it. I need to go back and not even start from the beginning. Maybe like the mid, mid middle. But I need to do something. But I'm excited for my trip. I'm I'm excited excited for you. Safe travels. Thank you, friend. Enjoy yourself and hopefully you can get your... Said nails, feet, pack. Girl, yeah. And everything done. Toiletries. <laughs> oh my gosh. Target, I'm trying to tell you. All right, guys. Well, my music plug this week, my boy Ro James has a new song. It's called Last Time. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of the song. Um, no, that's. It kind of reminds me of Your Permission by. What's that nigga's name? What's Your Permission? I just really. Whatever. It reminds me of that song. Yes, I was going to say, I don't fucking know what you're talking about. Whatever, friend. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.